Australian True Crime, the nation's leading independent true crime podcast, is hitting the road with our live show. We're coming to Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane this July and tickets will be available starting May 10th at 9.30am sharp. They sold out in two hours last time, so do not dilly-dally. We know the suburbs of Australia are teeming with some of the most intriguing and chilling true crime stories the world has ever heard. Don't miss the chance to dive deeper and get involved with a live Q&A. With over a million and a half downloads monthly, these tickets will sell out. So keep an eye on our social media pages and check the podcast bio for direct links to purchase yours as soon as they're released on Friday, May 10. I can't wait to see you there. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The producers of this podcast recognise the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. The following podcast contains content of a graphic, violent nature and is not suitable for children. Imagine your limbic part, that fight or flight component of your brain. That It's like, imagine you're in a hotel and the fire alarm is going off constantly every single day of your life, every minute of your life. That's what it's like. You walk out of your cell in maximum security and it is battle mode. If you do not go out with that mentality, you're going to get crunched. And whether that's people saying, he's weak, give me your buy-up or do something of that nature, you have to go out with the lion's mentality and be ready to go absolute violence at the drop of a hat. When he was just 12, 
Jeffrey Morgan ran away from his country New South Wales home to Redfern in Sydney to stay with his mum. He thought his dad was being too strict and he wanted more freedom. This was a time in Redfern when the inner city suburb was the centre of Aboriginal life and activism and it was a tough place. Jeffrey spent a lot of time on the streets, getting involved in minor offences as a means of survival, namely stealing food to eat. But eventually this escalated to stealing cars and then robbing banks. He started cycling through maximum security prisons, which added up to 18 years of his life. He was always into fitness and taking care of his health. He loved sport and he could run. And that came in handy a lot for him over the years. During his last stint in prison, Jeffrey had one of those moments where he knew he had to change. And he did it through education and peer support and keeping fit and healthy. His passion is health and fitness, making it realistic and sustainable and role modelling a different path for men just like him. Jeffrey's a pretty extraordinary man, and here he is. Up until about 12, I was in and out of Redfern, Bondi, Waterloo. Father's German-Austrian, mother was Aboriginal. Parents were sort of wishy-washy together, and I was push-pull, push-pull sort of nature, I suppose. I think it was more the physical side of my father's discipline that got me out onto the streets. I just couldn't take it anymore. And when I hung jump out that window at 12 years of age, I had no thoughts, no plan or anything. Obviously for me, I I figured it was better to be out on those streets than in that space with my father. I just couldn't take it anymore. I got charged, I think, at 12 years of age, breaking out. I had no intentions to be James Bond and take some diamonds or something. It was just pure survival and that was it. And then... When I say survival, even a change of clothes, yeah. um, walking around the streets with the same clothes on or, and you're smelling, your teeth not brushed. So at 14, though, you decided to go back? Yeah, I just, oh, I suppose I got sick of the streets and it was probably after I got out or might have had to get out on bail somewhere and have a physical address. And that's probably where I went back to my mother's place, top of Redmond, during its peak of destruction to the community and to the world. There was absolute lawlessness amongst ourselves. We just had no regard for the community, the police, the respect was out the window, uh, you know, full of drugs, a lot of partying. I'd go home. You're lucky to get a bit of a foam mattress side of that, which would usually be full of bed bugs, rats crawling over the top of these cockroaches were just totally normal. People who you didn't even know walking into your house stumbling drunk or stoned and I was so, so nephew and you know how do you how does a kid get out of that like sexual assault even as young kids what you see is people and it becomes normal where drunken nights turn into people sharing experiences that aren't meant to be happening probably that's the best way of putting it and you know things just get brushed under the table and I think that takes a hit to you you're a young kid and you're like oh just keep your mouth shut and you didn't see anything meant to. They don't say it, but it's sort of an unwritten rule, of, yeah, as it is in the world of crime. And our way of sorting things out, my first response to anything was violence. And we grew up and everything was 
straight into how do we resolve this? We'll show you how to resolve it. And if you go that far, I'll go as far as I need to go. It's crazy. We had this, I suppose we came out of this whole racism component behind Aboriginal communities and that stolen generation and so forth. And Redfern was the hub of a lot of activists, Charlie Perkins and so forth. You had these people that were really vocal out in the community, Cecil Patton, Paul Coe, doing huge things for the community. And we became the foot soldiers in our heads. And I'd get around Charlie Perkins quite a lot. We sat in the back of the car when they heading to Newcastle. And he said, son, do you think that Brick Euphro has a message? And I said, oh, for sure, we're boss. That was sort of around those lines. And he said, but does it change anything in regards to the laws or acts or anything that are for our people? And I said, not really. He goes, well, then it has zero effect. And I was like, oh, wow. And I sat there as a young kid. This was somebody that started to have a huge influence and impact on how I started to think about things. Mm. And my perspective to the world started to change. You were getting that epiphany quite young, but you still ended up in maximum security prisons. And you served a lot of time. You served 18 years in total. So having that understanding, but being able to action it when you are in this environment, I mean, how do you start? Where do you start? You've still got a long way to actually go practically, haven't you? So how did you end up in maximum security? So I started out breaking in as just survival food mode. Then it became, I found money. Then I realized oh, the money could get me into a nice warm bed in a hotel. And then that led to a lot of sophisticated breaking in as well. I was getting stuff and then selling that. Then I went into ram raids, went through that whole ram raid period where um, a lot of luxury cars in Sydney and that went down for quite a while. Went into bank snatches, which was snatching money off bank counters, where there was people depositing the money or bank tellers just counting the money up at the end of the day. And that led into bank robberies itself. And I ended up serving two different sentences for two different banks, one in New South Wales and one in Victoria, five years for the first one. The second one, I got 10 with a seven. No, and by the end of my last charge was bank robbery, um, stolen car with the bank robbery, uh, and I think that was it. I just never got out of maximum security until I was in Melbourne. And they had cottages down there where you could order your foods, cook your foods, and um, interact with three other inmates. Was that new for you, even like cooking and running a household that way? Huge. To be able to transition from hard maximum security jails into that four-bedroom cottage in Melbourne, it shifts a person that he's... And I've seen there's a lot of gangland people that came through that system that Mm. got into those cottages and I could see the same thing. It was shifting them as individuals as much as they still had some habits where they had a mobile phone in the jail. A lot of the the cooking, the way they spoke, they were changing because they were around different types of people. And those people had been, you know, first-time offenders, misappropriated funds or something of that nature. So their conversations were different. Yeah, you could probably feel, uh, well, I don't know, tell me if I'm wrong, but I guess in the cottages maybe you could sort of relax a bit, whereas I imagine you're just vigilant 100% of the time, which is terrible for your adrenal system and your mind and everything, isn't it? Imagine your limbic part, that fight or flight component of your brain. It's like imagine you're in a hotel 
and the fire alarm is going off constantly every single day of your life, every minute of your life. That's what it's like. You walk out of your cell in maximum security and it is battle mode. If you do not go out with that mentality, you're going to get crunched. And whether that's people saying, he's weak, give me your buy-up or do something of that nature, you have to go out with the lion's mentality and be ready to go absolute violence at the drop of a hat. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You've done a lot of jail time. I mean, when did you make the decision, do you think? What was the moment, the pivotal moment in your life? I think I dedicated 20 years to a crew we were all the same crew for a long time uh, we always had a thing if someone could get off we're gonna we'll say anything and everything in court it was just a way of the and nature of that world and i suppose i was that person we got our brief and they said mate jeff you can probably get off this charge went down a little path all right sweet you're gonna come to court for me yet no problems we get to that point and i'd already done a lot of the education my mind was flipping between both walls. I was trying to learn and sort of shift. And I get back to court. They, Colin says to me one day, I need your co-accused to come to court and say what you need to say. Yep, no problems, easy. And two of those, they'd pled guilty already, the three of them. And I think at that point in time, I was like, if this is what I'm dedicating my life to, then you know, you got to have a look at yourself. I had two kids that I let down. By this stage, my kids were about eight and five, and they'd missed pretty much all of those years together. And I just went, I think I'm about to bounce out of this world. And I came back after being found guilty in the trial, yeah, and I felt they couldn't come and do that. You're going to dedicate your life to them and let your kids sit there like that. And you talk about being a man. You know, I had a breakdown in a truck going back to Port Phillip, and 
that was my turning point. I was saying, I'm not going to do this. Went to um, segregation when I came back. So I was in segregation at the time for a mobile phone. And I sat in that cell and I was just contemplating, what do you need to do? Started a journal, wrote out a heap of goals, plans. And at that point in time, I basically, by the time I walked out, I bumped into the professor and he said, hey, mate, you look like a pretty smart um, young chap. And I, you know, yep, sweet, bit of a conversation. And would you like to do a um, university degree? I said, where, where do I do that when I get out? He said, no, right here. And I was like, mate, show me what's available. And it just fell into place. You know, sometimes people always say you're lucky. I think you create your life based around the things that are happening within your life and your perspective and your focus and where that's going towards the life that you want. And I know that was a change. That was just a shift. And so now you've got a business, Jeffrey Morgan, health and wellbeing consultant, nutritionist and mentor. Yeah. So we do a lot around leadership workshops, mental health and wellbeing type workshops across the country, across the globe. We're in New Zealand. We did, uh, we've done four different workshops in four different locations, uh, Auckland, Rotorua, Wellington, and Lake Tarpo. And we just came back from Dubai, Singapore, Abu Dhabi, and Malaysia, delivering the same there. I love your programs. I'm seeing like you've got Cut the Bullshit program. Love that. <laughs> yeah, I love that too. Just for, as an example, can you talk us through the, the Cut the Bullshit program? Like what is that? Who's that targeted at? I what? might sign up to that. Sounds I know good. it sounds pretty inviting, <laughs> doesn't it? It's look. I had to cut the bullshit on the enabling behaviour I was as a human being. Period. Right? How I treated people, women, my mother, my grandmother. Like I was so disrespectful to everybody in my circle. That's the reality. And I, until I cut the bullshit, and I say this now to anybody that listens to this. Please be a person that draws a line in the sand, no matter what you've done in your past, whether you've robbed a bank or something of that nature, or you know, just life stuff, cheated on a partner, been deceptive, done your friends wrong, whatever it may be, draw a line in the sand and say, hey, you know, all right, that was chapter five. And at chapter five, I was the villain. But at chapter 50, I'm going to be the hero that comes saves myself. And that's basically what that program is about. What did I learn from that lesson and that experience and that environment to help me grow and prosper? And that means that you look at it in a positive light, you even speak it into a positive light. And that's a different transition. And behind all of that is the resilience of a kid that was beaten black and blue from you know, that age through life, thinking that that was the only way to life. And what we do is we help people bring awareness to what you want. Thanks to Jeffrey Morgan for joining us for this episode. Jeffrey wears a lot of hats now, making the most of the life he's made on the other side of prison. He's a community leader, corporate speaker, and sought-after life and mindset coach. His latest online program is Cut the Bullshit, which basically is encouraging people to make sustainable habit changes for a healthy, purposeful life. Find out more at jeffreymorgan.com.au. That's Jeffrey with a J. And we'll have details in the show notes for this episode. As always, thanks for listening. This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the Acast Creator Network. 
tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Australian True Crime, the nation's leading independent true crime podcast, is hitting the road with our live show. We're coming to Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane this July and tickets will be available starting May 10th at 9.30am sharp. They sold out in two hours last time, so do not dilly-dally. We know the suburbs of Australia are teeming with some of the most intriguing and chilling true crime stories the world has ever heard. Don't miss the chance to dive deeper and get involved with a live Q&A. With over a million and a half downloads monthly, these tickets will sell out. So keep an eye on our social media pages and check the podcast bio for direct links to purchase yours as soon as they're released on Friday, May 10. I can't wait to see you there.